Hey, hey guys, today we're going to be talking about everybody's favorite subject, imposter syndrome, and we're going to be talking about it through the lens of action. Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. All right, before we dive into our Action Cure Sphere episode, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Content Lab. And the reason I am doing that is because what we're going to be talking today, we're going to be talking about moving through imposter syndrome by taking action. And sometimes that's going to bring up a few of those little nigglies. And by nigglies, I mean you're going to realize one, I'm not very good at being consistent right now, if that's you, or two, You've got some mindset blocks that you need to work through so you can show up consistently for your business and book those perfect match clients that we'll be talking about. That said, if you already have a content system in place, if you're already really good at being consistent and you just want the strategy piece behind it, Content Lab is also for you. So a little bit about Content Lab. If you're a longtime listener, you probably remember I launched it as a membership-based model mastermind last autumn. And truly, I loved it. Some of those mastermind calls were some of my favorite work that I did last year. It taught me so much about how I actually share information. It taught me so much about what my clients really truly need from me. And as a result of that, that what they need from me, I realized Content Lab wasn't serving its people best as a membership model. What it really needed was some structure. So I'm relaunching it this summer as a group coaching program. And it's still going to have a few months of those wonderful masterminding and Q&A calls that I loved so much, but it's also going to have an eight-week course structure to help people move through, one, defining how they want content to work in their business, two, creating a visibility plan that works for your busy life, because no, I do not expect you to spend hours a week creating content. That is ridiculous. And three, giving you the accountability to actually do this, to actually take the steps and really move the needle forward in your business. I've talked previously on the show about how you need both a traffic plan that is paid and organic. And obviously, Content Lab is focusing on the organic side of that. But I'm really diving into what you can do, create the foundation so that even when you do move towards paid traffic, you've got all the pieces in place for it to be a seamless move. Okay, so Content Lab aside. If you are interested in it, you can grab the link in the show notes. It's also available at contentlab.me. That said, I want to talk about imposter syndrome. And I also want to talk about how action cures fear and how that applies to imposter syndrome. Action cures fear is one of my favorite business quotes ever, and it's from the book, The Magic of Thinking Big. And one of the reasons it's one of my favorite quotes ever is because it can be applied to so many things. It can be applied to basically anything you're doing in your business. But I'm talking a little bit about imposter syndrome with it. And I want to backtrack a little bit because the timeline of this episode started back in April. I wrote an Instagram post and I did it as part of a seven-day, one-week commitment to showing up every day. I normally do not post on social media every day, but I challenged myself and, and this post was part of it. And the hook for the post went like this kicking imposter syndrome to the curb with dot, 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 content. And then I talked a little bit about how showing up online is both easy and hard. It's easy because, well, you know, all you have to do to show up and it's hard because what can you say that hasn't been said before? And that right there is kind of the crux of content as a whole, right? We all feel like 
we've talked about everything we know. And since we don't know anything more to talk about, it makes us feel a bit of an imposter. And also, we're going to kind of dive into the real imposter syndrome. So let's take another back step here. There's probably many layers of imposter syndrome, but let's talk about just two. There is the imposter syndrome that feels like crippling fear when you are first learning something new. You know, you move away from that blissfully unaware status into that status where you are aware of how much you do not know. And everyone goes through this. Some personality types might be able to handle it and move past it a little more quickly than others, but everybody goes through this. You start learning a new skill, a new topic, a new method, whatever it is. And it's like, holy buckets, I don't know anything about this. And as you kind of move through any program that you're taking or any certification that you're doing, you start learning more. Yes, but because you're not applying it, it still feels like you don't really know it. And all that book knowledge is great. We do need it. It is important to our world, right? But until we're applying it, we don't really know it because it's all those what-if situations that, that really prove your worth in this. And that's why imposter syndrome is such a big deal because as you are up-leveling your skill set, you need to up-level your actual action as well. And a lot of people haven't had the chance to do that. So that was the first aspect of this timeline, right? And then last week's episode with our guest, Patty House, briefly touched on this. She said that when she was working on her authority project, that it really built her confidence in saying, I will not say no to any visibility opportunity that comes my way. She had to show up. She had to show up with something to say. And because of that, she realized how much she really does know, not just about her skill set of copywriting, but about teaching it, about becoming a leader in that skill. And it gave her the confidence to move forward where showing up is so much easier for her now. I love how she touched on that because it really leads into a post that happened just a couple of weeks ago in a Facebook group I'm a part of. So the Facebook group is for the Funnel Gorgeous Society. It's a three-part certification to become an online digital marketer. And I have completed that certification. I've talked about that in the past. But a woman who is moving through that certification right now, don't remember exactly how far she was, talked about how she felt like an imposter that, you know, she is doing all that book learning, all that knowledge, but she doesn't feel like she's got the proof. She doesn't have the testimonials. She doesn't have the case studies. So this is what I wrote in that Facebook post to the woman that was feeling like an imposter. I said, write or talk about what you're doing a lot, all the time. As you write or talk, you'll realize which areas are easier for you, which are more of a struggle. This may help you specialize. Now, here's what I didn't write. Most of all, all that writing and talking will teach you something very important. You know what you're doing. You'll end up creating a framework for how you work. As a side note, friends, this is how I developed my brandscaping framework, which is the six questions you need to answer for a fully fleshed out brand. And it's also how I developed the Be Seen method that I feature in Content Lab. I developed both of those frameworks by showing up, by posting to Instagram three times a week, by showing up on this podcast once a week. For years, nothing I have ever taught was developed overnight. Some of it were, you know, coming from some of those aha moments, sure. But even those aha moments have to be applied. You have to take the action to cure the fear, apply them, see how they work with clients, see how they work in your own business. And then once you know how they work, you can make little alterations to that framework. You can fudge the blueprint a little bit. You can alter the method. But you have to do that by taking action. 
And sometimes that first part of the action, actually always that first part of the action is either talking or working through it with content because you can't get someone to hire you without telling them what you're going to do for them. Or maybe you can, but it'd probably be an incredibly awkward situation and it's not something I want to be a part of. So when you start talking and writing and showing up on video talking about what you do, certain things are going to happen. One, occasionally you're going to stumble over your words. You guys just heard me say that. I said, or maybe people can make money like that, but I don't want to. Sometimes I say blanket statements that aren't quite 99.9% true. They're only 95% true. And you know, you will stumble over your words when that happens. It's okay. It's a natural and normal part of the process. But here's what else is going to happen when you show up. You're going to realize, oh wait, that one thing I didn't say really matters here. Or the flip side of that, hey, I said too much and only, you know, two-thirds of what I said is actually necessary to get this point across. And when those things start happening, when you work those things out in the content you are either writing or saying, you're going to realize you can tighten up your framework, you can cut out the extraneous things, you can add in some of those missing pieces that makes it easier for people to accomplish the results that you are promising. It's one of the reasons why I redeveloped the show-up system. I cut out some things that were making it too difficult for people to apply it to their business in that DIY fashion, and I added in a few things that actually, turns out, really do matter to the process. You are allowed to change things. You are allowed to put something out today and in a year say, hey, I can make this better, and honestly, I won't feel good about it until I do. You can also sunset a product that you no longer believe in. We all move through the process by taking action. And sometimes that action means that something is no longer serving us. Sometimes that action means something is serving us, but it could serve us better, easier, more efficiently with a couple tweaks. And sometimes we develop a whole new process around something. All of that is the natural progression of taking action and really walking the walk, talking the talk, and doing what we're talking about. But all of that comes from you putting yourself out there, from you showing up, from you writing or talking content. That's probably not grammatically correct in any way, shape, or form, walking or writing the content. We can go with it. But honestly, we put so much pressure on ourselves to know everything right away and all the time. It is not natural. We don't wake up learning to walk. It takes time for us to get there. And even corporate employers, they're finally starting to realize this. A couple of weeks ago, I read a New York Times article about the increase of training for hiring employees. If I recall, it was about IBM and how, one, they're not requiring college education for jobs that really don't need college education. Hello, there are plenty of people who are brilliant at what they do that didn't go for a four-year degree. Also, they are doing more on-the-job training and sometimes extensively. If I recall, don't quote me on this, one of the training programs was like a nine-month program And they're hiring people, putting them through this program, and then having them work. They're realizing that they can teach the skill set, but they can't teach the mindset. And they would rather hire a great employee who just doesn't have the skills yet, train them in those skills. And yeah, there's probably a contract that they have to stay for a certain amount of time as a result, right? But it gives them a better quality employee, and they would rather help their employees move through that awkward learning phase and become a great employee rather than trying to, you know, scour the resume stacks for someone who actually has that skill set, but maybe learned it in a bad way. And if you didn't catch my uh, thing about that, the skill set and mindset thing, 
at the heart of this is always going to be mindset. So yes, we can all learn a skill set, but without the right mindset, that imposter syndrome is probably going to hang around to stay. And when I wrote about the Brownscape method, I'll link that article in the show notes as well. When I wrote about it, I paraphrased a story that Dr. Carol Dweck in Mindset talks about. She retells the tortoise and the hare parable from her perspective of fixed and growth mindsets. She says, as children, we were given a choice between the talented but erratic hare and the plodding but steady tortoise. The lesson was supposed to be that slow and steady wins the race. But really, did any of us want to be the tortoise? No, we just wanted to be a less foolish hare. And I love how she tells the story. It was kind of a concept I had never really thought about when it comes to building a business and and building a brand and creating a visibility strategy that depends on both traffic and a good funnel and all of that. But when I read this, it was like one of those click moments in my brain. I was like, you're right. That parable doesn't actually teach kids that slow and steady wins the race. It teaches kids that slow and steady only wins when the talented people slip up. That talented people will always win unless they stop trying because, quote, after all, everyone knows you have to show up in order to win, end quote. Her premise was that those with a growth mindset realize they can always become better with grit and work. And that right there is the key. You can always become better with grit and work, aka action cures fear. If you are struggling with imposter syndrome, I highly, highly encourage you, take some time, start writing or talking about what you do. If writing's not your forte, Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives, maybe even been approved for LinkedIn Lives. If writing is your forte, do the same things with posts, write blog articles. All of those things are going to force you to organize your thoughts. You're going to end up in some sort of framework or method around the things that you do, and that's going to become something that you can teach. It's going to be something that you can sell as a service, and it's going to be something that you build huge confidence in and around just because you've gone through the effort of doing it. If you need help doing that, Content Lab is open for registration starting this summer. The first cohort is beginning August 1st. You can register right now. All the coursework is already available, but the group masterminds and calls will only begin on the first of each month. So if that's something that you know that you need help around, you want that accountability, Content Lab is for you. If you just need a system, you don't need the accountability, you don't need the strategy, but you just need a system that kind of kicks your butt and says, hey, you, be consistent, then you're probably going to be more interested in the show up system, which is a very entry-level program, but it is a full system with templates on helping you show up consistently. Yes, you'll have to create the content. You'll have to organize your thoughts. You'll have to develop your own framework, but the system is there for you. The system's also in Content Lab, but Content Lab really dives more into the strategy, the kinds of words that you're going to say, how you're going to put your framework into words that actually make sense to your potential clients and meets them where they are, meets them in the middle, and shows them that, yes, you are the right person for them. They should come into your world. All right, guys, I hope this episode was helpful for you. Do me a favor. If while you were listening to this episode, you thought, you know what? Maybe I need help in this area, but you know who really needs help and needs to hear this? If you thought that at any point of this episode, send it to your friend or colleague. This is the kind of information that I wish I'd had six, seven, eight years ago. It would have helped me leapfrog so many things because in the doing of it, I learned a lot, but it took me a while to get to that doing because I had those same thoughts. I actually sat there as well and was like, who wants to hear me talk about this? 
So many people know more than I do. What can I say that hasn't already been said? If those are thoughts that you're having right now, you are not alone. I have been there. Every one of my clients has been there. And we can all join together and move past this, but only if we're sharing the information. So send this to a friend and give them that opportunity to uplevel their own business. All right, guys, see you next week.